You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's classic. It's Frida's world. All right, everyone. I'm here with my very special guest, Michelle Ross. Michelle, please say hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, Michelle, thank you so much for making this time to be part of this podcast. And we've never met each other before, but you came highly recommended from my good friend, and I'm sure you're a good friend as well, too, Jessica Sinatus. <laughs> yes. So shout out Jessica. Yes. She's been on this show a couple of times and she's also been on a couple of my other platforms. So, you know, she's, she's a resident guest. So her recommendations uh, are, are really highly sought after. So I'm really thankful um, that Jessica was able to put us in contact with each other. Oh, I'm very grateful that she, she even, you know, that she recommended me and I have had an opportunity to listen to your podcast and Great. I want to let you know, this is alignment. Cause I, when I first heard you with Jessica, I said, Oh, she's a wonderful podcast. I would love one day to have an opportunity in my spirit, not out loud, not even to Jessica. And then it happened. Oh, wow. You see, you see how it all works. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. So Michelle, I want you to take this time to introduce yourself to the Frida fans and let them know who you are, where you're from and a little bit about what you do. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Michelle Ross. Um, where do I begin? So um, I'm God-fearing. <laughs> but let's begin by saying I am, um, my name is Michelle Ross. I am Trini, a Trinidadian. Okay. Okay. Um, I am an occupational therapist. I've been an occupational therapist assistant, actually. Um, a treating therapist for over uh, 16 years now. I had to count it while I was uh, thinking about it. I've done that for over uh, 16 years. Um, I'm also a mother of two. Uh, my daughter, a beautiful daughter, which is 23, and a handsome young man, which is 19. Um, besides, uh, I, you know, I work with all populations in, um, occupational therapy, um, from all ages with all disabilities from zero to beyond. I have the oldest patient that I've ever had was about 102. So they can range from, yes. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about my career. Um, we can always get back into that. I'm also emotional, motivational. I've been noted to be a motivational speaker. So, um, you know, I do that and it's just pouring into people's spirit, pouring into my own. Cause when you have conversation, you're not only blessing someone, you're blessing yourself with a little motivation as well. Um, I'm also, um, very big on health and wellness. Um, that's really big, been my, um, go-to for a long time. So I'm big on health and wellness and mind, body, and soul. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, this is Michelle. <laughs> All right. that, that's a lot, Michelle. <laughs> that's a lot, that's right? A lot. That's a lot. Um, so you definitely, you know, it's like commend you for, for doing all of these different things because I know it's not easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but we have God in our sight. So a lot of times it just comes natural with the gift of God, right? right. From God. Right, right, right. So, okay. So, Michelle, I want you to talk to us a little bit about 
wellness, right? Because this episode, we want to really focus on wellness, the road to wellness. What does wellness actually really, really mean? So what does wellness mean to you? So, well, you know, I'm happy you said that because wellness means a lot, a couple of things to me, but in a nutshell, I would say wellness is a um, holistic well-being of the mind, body, and spirit to me, being at its best state. Okay. So that's it in a nutshell for me. Um, Yeah. Okay. And so when would you say you embarked on your wellness journey? Because I know everybody has kind of a a story behind how they really got into wellness. So what's your story? So I think, you know, I've always had a spiritual background because I grew up in a church, but you know what I've learned very, I think it started happening about eight years ago because a lot of times we're when you grow up in a church, you grow up under your mother and your father's shell or whatever. So, you know, it's like sort of like you're, pull, you're pulling their coattail and one day the coattail you're no longer able to pull and then you have to figure it out. Right. So my mom, so it began there, like, you know, starting to figure it out. Cause my mom left the, the church at the time and she went to another church and I was there by myself, like, you know, before your mom would be the one to tell you everything, do everything, like, you know, give you a little heads up. And then I had to end up doing everything. So anyway, on that journey, my wellness journey began when I started to, um, I really started not feeling my epic best. Like I felt like I needed to do, I just didn't feel within my spirit. Um, I was my unique self. I didn't feel like, you know, so I didn't know what it was. So in this journey that I had to shed a lot of layers, I had to do this. I started to, my cousin, I would like to credit my cousin, um, was telling me she had a her, her husband who passed away, but he had a um, cancer and um and he had, uh but I didn't know he had cancer because you know some things you keep privately or whatever depending on the person's wishes. So she kept it um but, but we spoke and I didn't know and she told me about a holistic journey she took with um her husband because she didn't know what to do and she was crying and she was like Father God what what am I supposed to do and she said she well fell asleep and woke up really early in the middle of the night and then she just went on the computer and then she embarked on this journey call with a Dr. Sabi uh journey which is more holistic more on the herbs and you know feeding ourselves and all that and it was an alignment with me because one after 35 that weight does not just drop like that right i would eat in the winter time or, you know effortlessly and then all of a sudden oh it's spring let me start getting fit and something happened at 35 that was not right right it was not shedding that easy so of course <laughs> i was like what's going on here so i said you know what let me start with this journey with my cousin so it started with a detox and then from there, I, I felt I dived into Dr. Stavey. But in the process of it, it's like mind opening. It was like a different a nuance of me. And of course, you're still going through the channels and stuff. And that began like seven years ago. Mm, okay. So seven years you've been on this journey. And I feel like- I would like to say you. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, it's, it's a journey, right? There's no real like destination per se. Like you're always going to be on this wellness journey once you've made a decision to say, this is what I'm going to do. Okay. Absolutely. And so when we think about wellness, a lot of times people think routine, right? They're like, okay, this is a wellness journey. There has to be a routine in order for me to really stick with this. So do you have a routine? Do you believe that there is a routine that's needed in order for one to, I guess, really have what's called a wellness journey? Well, for me personally, I think God is a God of order. So one of my go-tos all the time is the, you know, God is the source of my life. So he's a God of order. Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of times when you start a wellness journey, a wellness journey, it, it you have to shed some layers. Okay. You know, it's about the mind, body, and spirit. And it's an uncomfortable initiation of this journey because you got to really get to the root of things. It's like you're, you're your own therapist within all these transitional things that are happening in front of you. And usually it starts to embark on times of, tra- uh, uh, you even start to feel like trauma or things are happening around you. How do you find yourself? And now your goal is to balance. Right. So you, so when I was embarking on the, uh, well, continually, it was, it was a challenge. One, it started with learning how to eat a little healthier. Mm-hmm. And one of my goals was eating healthier, which caused you have to have a little order to it. And it started, I wasn't one of those people that said, okay, I'm done with meat and all that stuff. But my body started to affect me. And I said, listen, I need to do better. So then I started. The one last thing I had to cut out was chicken. I love me some fried chicken. (laughs) And that was difficult for me to cut off. But then again, the body started to react to one day when Popeye's special was $5. that, That meal, I used to buy it faithfully. And my stomach just started to feel really bad. And I said, oh, well, let me just let her air out, whatever. Of course, I went back the next two days. And then my stomach felt bad. And I said, you know what? Again, I went to pray. I'm a person that I go to pray. I'm like, God, you know what? I think this is your, your, is this a sign? Are you trying to tell me anything? Show me the way. And then I started from there. And then I started like, you know what? Let me, you know, I don't really put a time frame on things, but I know there's a closure and a new chapter to begin. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started. That's how I do my uh, journey. So I do believe there is some sort of order, but it's not, you create your own order and order automatically aligns itself by people coming in contact with people. You'll just be surprised how, when you create this, you, when you start to develop this space of like, I got to do better. You're going to see like these, these doors are opening that you don't, these magical doors that are opening and you're saying, wow, this person is going through this or this person's been through this and they just gave me, they just poured into my spirit or you know what? I went on Instagram and I saw this and I just saw this thing that, oh my God, that, that quote, this quote just touched me. So it's like embarking on, again, mind, body, and soul, you know, spirit. I always believe that. Right. And I think that's really important that you hone in on that because I think when people think about the wellness journey, they think about the physical piece to it, right? I'm going to lose weight. What do I need to change in terms of my diet? They only think about it in the food sense. But even as you were talking about, you know, having to get rid of chicken and some of these things that you are, you know, we were so attached to, there's a level of discipline. And with discipline, that's, that is like a mind thing, right? So it's like, you have to be, if you're thinking about wellness, you can't just think about how much pounds am I going to shed? You know, what do I need to eat? But it does need to be a, a total body, total mind, total spirit transformation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, um, it's a mindset thing, you know? Um, and then I would, um, like, okay, when I go back to when I started, um, initially it was like the first detox was one of the hardest. I mean, and I come from a Caribbean family where, you know, they give you the bush medicine or they give you the herbs before you go to school. (laughs) But then it's like, this detox was like no eating. They gave you stuff to eat and everything. And it was the 10 days of you started like feeling so, but by the 10th day or going up, your eyes got clearer. You felt lighter. I wasn't like, a, I wasn't, I was just feeling so free within my spirit. And 
I said, no, this is something I have to embark on. But it's a mindset. It's the renewing of the mind as the Bible speaks on, you know, right. the renew, renewing of the mind daily. And that's what I would do. And I learned from there, take it one day at a time. Don't focus. Of course, we love to focus on the end goal. But you know what? What am I doing today? They said, you know, when you speak on the Bible, I don't know. You know, I just want to touch on that. The Bible speaks of don't think of tomorrow. Think about how the birds feed themselves today and all nice. these other things. And that's how I started to. That's the, that, that's how I started to embark my wellness chapter because I grew up as a, you know, as I don't know if my role was just to play, you know, I was just like always that super mom and not that super this. So it's like, I'm like, I, I remember my daughter and my son sometimes speak on, um, activities I did because I'm always um, festering. Did I do enough? Did I do enough? And they'll remind me of things we did. And I don't even recall it because I wasn't present. I'm focusing on the end goal. that's when I started to renew my mind when I started to do the detox it was more of being present for today how did you work today how were you going to get through today Mm -hmm. you know and that's where I started um getting my you know started uh, building on my building blocks of wellness right and it sounds like that's why a lot of people maybe struggle with their wellness journey is because they're not seeing it as, as the total, the trifecta, right? The mind, body, and spirit. They're only seeing it in one aspect. Um, the other thing that I'm thinking, you know, as you're talking about, um, you know, the spirituality piece to it, do you think that the, with the wellness journey that, that you can truly have a wellness journey without there being a spirituality piece? Um, well, this is what I, I, you know, I use, uh, I grew up in a church all my life. You know, religion was very, you know, religion is a big part, but I believe religion and spirituality sometimes does not connect. Right. It's supposed to, but it doesn't mm-hmm. because spirituality can connect with a, a Muslim and a Christian, a mm-hmm. Jew or whatever. And even an atheist, I'm not saying that we want to, you know, but it's about the common line that meets. I could be, you know, this is where I find because I have, I like to give you one story with my friend who's, um, he said he believed there's something out there. He doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me at that time I was in church and I was like, you know, you know, and I love my church and I love, you know, all about it. But we were talking about something. He said, you guys, you Christians or you um, religious people love to talk about religion. But do you know, um, you got this plastic bottle you're drinking from is, is, um, is uh, destroying the earth. Do you know that? Mm. And he started thinking, and when he said that to me, of course I told him shut up because that's just what we do in, at work. Right. <laughs> you know, like, you know? <laughs> but then I had, it really stuck in me because, you know, again, this is where spirituality connects or however that works, the alignment. And I said to myself, you know what? We are so fixed on what is, you know, what we think we know, but it's the everyday input in our life that surrounds us that's going to matter. And when he did that, I started to open up my eyes to a lot more. What am I pouring in the daily part of my life? You understand? So with wellness, wellness is not just about, you, you know, spirituality or so you have to have some sort of belief. Even if you have a goal, it's about principle. I think it's about principle for me. Right. I am big on principle. So for me, wellness is about principle for me. What do I want to accomplish this year, today? Mm-hmm. You know, right now I'm working on being timely because that's always something, you know, I want to be timely. So it's a goal that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And with that calls for structure, you understand? So it's about spirituality is a big part for me. I think you're supposed to be connected to something. Right. Because if you don't don't have a purpose, without a vision, we're lost. 
Right. So you have to know how I'm not telling anyone, but for me personally, spirituality connects with me, but mm -hmm. somebody else that's maybe not into spirituality, they may believe in alignment, right. you know? Right. So that could be it, but it has to be something where the vision of where you're going you know, you can't just be in this world, just like, you know, I mean, carefree, don't care. I have a friend that believes she's so carefree. She's like, oh girl, I don't No, You're not that carefree because your bills are paid on time. Mm -hmm. You have two houses. They're not getting for closure. You have a daughter that goes to school. She's doing really well. You may, you, um, I remember a quote that said, uh, what did the quote say? This quote said, um, if you want to be sporadic plan for it. And that's what people don't understand. There's order to everything we do. Right, right. And I think, I guess, the acknowledgement of that is really what can help one on their journey, right? Identifying what the purpose of you even getting on this journey is, right? For some people, Absolutely. it would be for renewing of their mind because maybe they've just been through toxicity after toxicity and they're like, I want a, a, a different perspective. For some, it could have started off as I want to lose weight and then they end up I you know finding themselves like in a different path. So I think um it sounds like purpose has to somehow be tied purpose. to it, right? Right. I mean for purpose for me I always want to keep grounded in my spirituality. Mm -hmm. So you know so I want to keep that and I do believe it all aligns with me with each other because that's really has driven me. So any great success that I've had, I mean I've had the money, I mean I've had the the total vision Mm -hmm. I might know what I want, but because of my spirituality, my connection with God, right. it has really been my motivator, my, my, my foundation, you know, all my faith base has been really strong for me to carry me through when I couldn't even figure it out. Right. And I think that's important because I think for me too, you know, as I consider like, you know, what a wellness journey, you know, looks like for me, faith is also something that's very important. I also grew up um, heavily in the church, was very active in the church. And so for me, like, I can't have a wellness journey without, you know, the spirituality base for it. Right. Um, but I, for me, I think that uh, now, you know, as I'm learning more about what wellness truly means, that it means that it's okay to have a not so good day. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to get back up. You know, it's not perfect. Absolutely. And that's what people don't understand. A lot of times people feel like, you know what, um, it's all well with the world. And it, no, you're supposed to be optimistic. And then this is where you have pillars that carry you. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you mentioned Jessica, Jessica and I powwows are always like pouring into each other's spirit. Right. You know what I mean? So I would listen, you know, we would listen to each other's follies or whatever. And then we said, okay, so what are we doing now? We're like each other's cheerleader. Mm -hmm. You understand? We're poor. And that's what we have to be because you will have that. Listen, you know, you, you, we're not in this world. We're imperfectly perfect. Right. And you know, a lot of times because of uh, historical factors and, you know, that's another topic. Uh, we, you know, we beat ourselves, especially we as black, you know, black females, we beat ourselves up because we're so, you know, we have to do this. We have to do that, right. you know? And, um, sometimes it gets to us now. And then I feel like I'm, a, I'm actually 43 now and it's coming to, it's, uh, it's wearing this ugly head. I started to feel like before I turned 43, it would just become so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And how do I master being this great person without falling apart? And that made me fall apart. I feel in some mm -hmm. inward beings because you have to bear this strong exterior. Right. And that's where that wellness journey started to embark on for me. So we have to understand that it's not going to always be a perfect day. 
You understand? But you know what? Your renewing of your mind, the more you learn to renew your mind quickly, it's a, it's like a chant. Mm-hmm. It's going to get better. This right. too shall pass. I love quotes. I love quotes. I love biblical um, uh, scripture. I love verses because those things reminds me of where I have to be. And the more you, um, what, what a wellness thing is, is about being able to renew your mind quicker. So if last year or two, sometimes it takes longer because nobody loses in this battle called life. It's either we win or we learn. So if we're not winning that battle, that means that we have to learn some more. And then we're going to have to repeat it until we learn. It's like, it's like remedial school. Like some of us are just, some of us are just a little slow in some areas. Right, right. And, and it's okay. <laughs> some of us are a little slow. <laughs> some of us are a little slow. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't past that class yet, okay? <laughs> you know, some subject we're going to get through and some subject we got to go through a little more. You know, but then also with wellness actually makes you start to see you have to become vulnerable. And that's the scariest part of wellness. Right. Being vulnerable. Actually shedding that layer of saying, I am in need. And that's where the spirituality comes in. And that's where you have to sometimes tell your friends or find, you know, people are in your life for a reason or a season. The person that might be on you with this journey with you may not be with that on that journey with you next two years or even a, a month from now. But at that point, that vulnerability and what they probably poured into your spirit to send you on your way or that trial or tribulation that you went through in that period mm-hmm. is not meant to break you. It's for you to learn a lesson right. while you're going through this chapter. Because trust me, I have a story to tell, but the time ain't yet, girl. You need another <laughs> podcast for that. I'm going to put you on another, <laughs> another show for that story. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it, it's. I think it's just so great that we're even having this conversation because I think... You know, especially for people like me who have uh, perfectionist uh, personalities in a sense, it took a long time for me to understand this whole concept of imperfect perfect. And then even as like a Christian, um, you know, depending on what type of church you went to, like there was always this, well, you have to strive to be perfect. And there wasn't so much conversation on it's okay to be imperfect and continue oh my God, working. Yes. So I think that when we're talking about wellness, even if you're not somebody who, who has, you know, who believes in religion per se, right? I think that this idea that, you know, wellness, you know, part of the wellness journey it's going to be bumps. It's going to be bruises. It's going to be, you know, falling down, but it's that mindset that you said earlier, just, you know, what's the purpose? What's the end goal? And you have to remind yourself every so often, you know, I'll give you this one example. So a couple, many years ago, and again, your journey doesn't start the day you decide. Sometimes it's steps to that leads to it. Right. So, um, there was a plant. (laughs) I was living with my mom at the time. I was going to going to school or whatever. And my mom had this one plant and the plant would not grow. And every time I passed the living room, I'm like, why would this, why is my mom keeping this plant? It, so it infuriated me. I don't know. Me and this plant had a, a fight within ourselves. I don't know. He used to watch me and I used to watch him. I don't know, girl. It was crazy. So one day, of course, you know, in my cleaning or whatever, I decided to clean the living room that day. And I decided I'm going to try, I'm going to move this plant and put it by the window. Right. So then after a couple of days later, I come from work and whatever, and I sat down in the living room. And girl, the plant just was shooting all of a sudden. The plant just started to grow. And in it, you know, again, God talks to you here there, and everywhere. He's mm-hmm. everywhere. And in it, you know what, my, what came to me? Sometimes we're in the right place. We just need to reposition ourselves. Oh, wow. That's what came That's to me deep. with that. 
Sometimes we're in the right place, but we just need to reposition ourselves. Sometimes we're in our career and we like, I'm, I don't, you know, I get so many times, especially as occupational therapists, I just don't, I feel like I picked the wrong career or, you know, I mean, in different fields to be have friends that tap into all these different areas of their life, you know, and, you know, but sometimes we're in the right place. And why do we keep ourselves in this box? And this is where I had to do my purging because that, that vulnerability, that purging of who I am, what I want to be, my next chapter, the, you know, also how strong is your faith in God? Do you really trust him? Like all these things started to come into place, going into my word, because we can be, you know, the thing about any faith base or whatever, if you're not putting the application, the daily right. application of that word, you can say, I love the Lord. You can quote every verse, but if you're not putting in the application and what I've been using for the last two years is the fruits of the spirit. Okay. And that has been my motivational. Am I kind? Mm -hmm. Am I, um, am I, uh, do I have self-control? Like, you know, all these things. And it's been keeping me in alignment where I can be very mean. No, this is the way I'm the act of kindness. I'm going to do because right. it's the way of God and not to be a fool either. Cause that's also, a you know, a balance. Mm -hmm. There's a big balance with it. So that's what I think a lot of us have to understand about this, this journey of wellness. It's about a balance we have to have and understanding we can be in the right place. But sometimes it's like a purging of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Continually. Too. Right. And I think as I'm hearing you speak, I'm also, the word intention is coming to mind. Um, you have you to be it. intentional with it. Because as you were talking about, somebody might know all of the, the verses. Like for me, you know, I, I grew up, you know, studying the word and knowing, you know, Matthew, this, this I could tell you the verse. Mm -hmm. Now... I can, I can give you the concepts of the Bible and I can say in the chapter, I might not know the exact verse, but I can, I can pinpoint. And so I'm able to like still apply, you know, the scripture and apply certain concepts, even though I don't have that perfectionist pinpoint, what verse, what subsect, but I have the principles like in my heart and every day I am trying to like put it into practice. So I intentionally set myself up where I put sticky notes around my house or I have the Bible app with a yes. timer so that I can, you know, make sure that I'm pouring into myself. So I think um, sometimes people, they, I guess, maybe lack intention and that's where yes. they might fail. Yeah. And a lot of times I'm big on words too. Like you see intention. I will go, something simple would be like, intention. Let me Google it. <laughs> and now let me get the, let me get the sound. What is the real definition? And then I'll go into that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, sometimes we have to really get in, dig deeper than just the word, you know, we all, you know, we can say, anything, but dig deeper. And this is where vulnerability comes in because now you got to question yourself. Have I been crying? Have I been, you know, have I really been following the fruits of the spirit? Have I endured more? Like what, you know, and that's when you start to say, shucks. Mm. I need to take an aha moment. And, and then what I had to learn in my process of it, there's no condemnation with God. Mm. It's about us learning. We hold ourselves in this condemnation where we fixate ourselves to the point where we debilitate ourselves mentally. Right. You know, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing that. Okay, so let's get up and move. But let's be grateful for what we've been through. Right. Let's be grateful for where we started. Look back and see where we were. Okay, I was lying down on a floor. Okay, I was able to buy a mattress. Okay, I didn't buy the box spring, but I bought a mattress. You know, right. like these things. It, it's about the. It's about instead of being a Debbie Downer, let's be more of an optimist. You know. All right. You know what? I wasn't able to buy 
let's say whatever big thing that you want to buy, but I had this, you know, and then you build on that intention. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of us renewing our mind because, you know, it's also expectations of the world. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be married at a certain age. We're supposed to be this. And then when you're not there, I mean, I had my daughter and and my daughter at 19 Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, but my mom, you know, thank God for my mother who was an inspiration. She said, um, I'll support you, but you got to be in school and blah, blah, blah. And I followed it because, you know, and I thank God for that. But then again, I had to walk my journey. Right. And, you know, I had to say not only for my mom, because at first I was like, mom, I will make you proud. But no, I had to make myself proud. Right. I had to graduate. I made myself proud. Then made my kids look back at me and say, OK, mommy did this despite whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so this wellness journey is a lot. And then sometimes, you know, we lose sight of self. Mm-hmm. And wellness is about being uh, intentional with self. Right. Like a lot of times we forget about ourselves. We might do everything else. We might go to work. We'll be just, we do everything, everything. We go to, I used to be very faithful to my church. I love every opportunity I had. I've learned so much from it. And when I used to be there, sometimes I'm losing out on so much sleep because I'm so focused on just doing that, that I drained myself. That wasn't their fault. I had to learn how to do it. And then when I went back into the Bible, guess what? God, yourself, then anything else. Mm-hmm. And because we want to commit ourselves, this is when we stretch ourselves thin. And I tell anybody out there, if you're not 40 yet, don't stretch yourself thin because it's harder to pull it back together. Oh, Elasticity gosh. is a problem. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. I think that that's why, you know, I guess as women of color, as black women in particular, right, that that the wellness journey is so important because I feel like, you know, just jump out the gate from the womb you know, we're just running, running, running. And that, you know, this whole thing that you're talking about in terms of like self, right? Making, you know, doing things for yourself and the, the whole hierarchy of God, yourself, and everything else, that doesn't seem to be uh, the mantra within the Black community for women. Yeah. It's everyone. But it's, it's coming there. We're starting to do it. Right. We're starting to understand it's okay. You know what I mean? We're starting to understand it's okay. You know, um, and it's always chaos before the storm happens, you know, before the calm happens. So right now there's a lot of chaos, like even it's just like um, social media and, you know, like, I, I don't know your age, but I know when I was graduating from high school, that was the, well, a little before high school, that was the onset of um, the computer in the homes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And things started happening so much. I was just, you know, thinking about that within my spirit about how we had the floppy drive and then we had the CDs right. and then we had... You know, all these things were happening so fast. Our parents and even me, uh, a tad bit of it, we didn't know how to keep up with this thing. Right. I mean, but it's chaos before the calm happens because I know now that my daughter and those that are having kids after me are going to be more able to, because it's going to have, they're going to have a pace of it. Anything nuanced is always there. But like now that we're discovering, it's okay to see about ourselves. Women are advocating for themselves. It's going to be chaotic because a lot of things are going to come out and again, make many people vulnerable, make many people say, dang, I really did say that. I really did do that. I was a little chauvinistic. I was a little this. I was a little that. And it's a very vulnerable and very nasty time of feeling, but then it's going to bring healing. So I'm grateful for this opportunity now that's happening around us because I'm actually loving saying no to people. And I used to have a problem with this. I was the one in everybody party, everybody event, helping clean, helping cook, helping do it. And I loved every moment of it because I loved being busy. Mm-hmm. But when I sat down with myself, I was either, I was always feeling lonely. Now I'm, I'm, I'm alone, but not lonely. 
I love Amen. it. I love that. I love that. I'm alone, but not lonely. I think that's so powerful, especially for a lot of us who are in our singleness, right? And we're trying to grasp, like, what does it mean to be lonely? What does it mean to be alone? Because I think that some people are embarking on the wellness journey because they feel lonely and they might be searching for something. Um, and that's where they feel wellness might come into play. Uh, but I wanted to ask, you know, but before we go, uh, before we go into that, so before, cause I know my boyfriend is going to listen to this on my wellness journey, <laughs> and I started focusing on self and God, <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm really serious about this. God has blessed me with a, a, a fine gentleman in my life. Okay. So, and I was not expecting it because I was really focused. Like, you know, I'm going to focus on me, focus on that. So in that journey, when you see it about self and you picking up those pieces, God is listening. He's not, he's not far off mm -hmm. and it's in his time. Let's point that out. All right. <laughs> but I, I love that though, because I, you know, I think that a lot of us, unfortunately, you know, we're trained to, or we're told to, you know, always be out, always be on the lookout, always be, you know, doing this. And I find that a lot of my friends who, who did find their forever, you know, person found that person when they were focused on God's business and their, and, and their, you know, perfect girl. It's the truth. Right. I was working out. I took the pandemic when, you know, of course I'm an occupational, I'm a, I'm an occupational assistant. I can work in any, but I was so tired and overwhelmed and had a lot of things going on personally. I took that moment and I decided, I saw my friend on Instagram and she would post that she's just working out in Lincoln Park or whatever. And I said, you know what? Let me ask her because that's a vulnerable thing for me, asking people to invite myself into events, you know, because, um, you know, I don't want to, I, I always feel like I don't want to impose. I don't want to. And she said, girl, come on, of course. And girl, that opened into a whole avenue that I met a whole crew of people that were just randomly working out, whatever I was doing at COVID around the springtime. <laughs> the park was full. I right. said, oh my God, people really go to the park. Things that I never did because I was always busy on working, mm -hmm. paying the next bill, doing the next activity, paying for my daughter's tuition, this, that. And girl, in the process of that, I just evolved into this workout jumbie. <laughs> Nobody better than me working out now, okay? And honestly, I would never hit the gym. I would never do nothing until COVID happened. Now I am so grateful that I found a new passion that I always wanted to find that I actually put on my vision board two years back wow. and it actually came to so do the vision boards people get into it I'm gonna get into it because you know I am I am one of those I'm not a vision board naysayer but I'm always like ah I'll just put it in my journal. God's going to see my journal. I don't got to put it on a vision board. But everyone who I speak to that mentioned this vision board, they all seem to have been like, you know, getting the blessings off the vision board. So maybe I should finally do a vision board. <laughs> I agree, but I was not either. I, it so happened I went to one of an event and I did it because I'm not, I'm not very self-motivated when it comes to certain things at times. I, I'm good at certain things. And then, and it's because I went to somebody's thing and I said, you know, let me take this opportunity, uh, somebody's event. And I went, I said, let me take this opportunity to go and do the vision board. And that's it. And I heard a lot of people was talking about it and I was like, all right, let me do it. But actually it actually, um, it, it, it is, uh, it's good. It's a, it's like a, really what it is, is just really a reminder. Right, right. That's true. It's really a reminder. Every time I look, like I'm looking, I'm turning my head right now, I'm looking at it, I see it. Something about the visual, you know, because a lot of times we write things down or we might say we're going to do it, but when you write it down, it's something that happens. It's, it's like a, it's, it starts to become embedded. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like a visual and, you know, you, and it, it's usually sometimes it, it really embarks on a personal desires of your heart when you do a vision board. Right. You understand? Right. So when it embarks on the personal desires of your heart, that's when you start to feel like, okay, you know what? And then you see it and then you might forget about it, but mm-hmm. it's already embedded. Right. Okay. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess in terms of giving advice, right? Because I know there are many women who are listening and men too. A lot of men tune into this show and they're thinking, okay, you know what? I want to do this wellness journey right. I think, you know, people have seen and heard the the hypes around wellness journeys, but they're like, I want to do it right. I want it to be a life changing experience, not something I do like the Daniels fast. And then I go back to doing whatever. I guess what advice would you give to somebody who says, you know, Michelle, I want to start this journey and I want, and I want this to not, I want this to really be a journey, not a fad. What, what are certain things I can do or start, you know, doing to prepare myself to really embark? Um, again, be intentional, know your strengths and your weaknesses. Like for me, what made me lead to this journey was I wanted to lose weight. I just wanted to lose weight. I'm like, I cannot shake this weight. Mm-hmm. And then I started there, but because I know the spiritual, I started to, re- I know the spiritual mean of detoxing and, and then I started to, you know, you just start to get more study because when the mind is clear, you start to, you'll be surprised. I, I mean, I'm tapping into words I haven't remembered in years. I, I'm tapping into like my, my memory has increased because another thing I like to tell people when you eat clean, the more clean you eat, your mind is clear. The defogging of your mind. You're not as foggy. You know, you're not as tired. And when you are tired, you know why you're tired. Well, I did. Well, I treated eight patients for the day. I drove around. You know, I had, you know, you're able to be more understanding of why, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, with this thing is about being intentional. Know that, okay, I want to start a wellness journey. What do I need to do? What is wellness to you? Because that's a right. definition that you need to, you're going to continue redefining it for yourself. Because mm-hmm. you may speak to somebody about wellness and they may tell you something totally different from what I do, but it all at the end is the same end result. Mm-hmm. Right? So I tell people, be intentional. What are you, what are your goals? What are your gains? Do you understand? What are you, you know, what are you trying to shed? Because in this journey, you shed it, right. but you're also going to gain. And sometimes you may lose friends. <laughs> it may take losing friends. I've lost a lot of people along the way. I don't think we're lost because I think we need to meet each other again. We'll meet each other at a crossroad, but um, it's on a halt because sometimes you have to just start with you. And sometimes you may discover that, you know what? Maybe I didn't, I shouldn't have said some things I've said, or maybe I should have been a little more, maybe I should have told them no. So I wouldn't have been in this predicament where we end up in feuding. You know what I mean? Like you realize all these things because now you're starting to be more vulnerable. So in this journey, it's about you just, stating your intentions. Why do you want to be, why do you feel you need to be in a wellness journey? Is it because of weight loss? Is it because you just feel like you're not sure of where you want to be? The first thing is to be intentional. Where am I? What, where is my, where's my head at? You know? And I think then you can start to define and build on that. Then you say, if it's for dieting, you say, you know what, what is it? And I also, anything that I do, I join groups and it doesn't have to be people that I know. So when I joined this fitness, this journey on um, wellness, 
Well, I wouldn't say wellness at the time. It was weight loss. And then it was, um, I wanted to do Dr. Sabi. I followed Dr. Sabi on Facebook. I went on, on YouTube. I found people that were doing the foods. I did, and I, and it, it, it just kept me encouraged. It kept me motivated. And you would see people that said, you know what? I fell off 50 times. And then, you know what? But the 51st time I was there, I ain't leave yet, mm-hmm. you know? And I found all these people because, again, social media is good and bad. It's what you make it. Right. And right. I found on um, on Instagram, I found crazy amount of people that did Dr. Sabi. And I, I, and it was just so inspiring. So it kept me in tune. It kept me intentional. It kept me saying, okay, I could do this. Even on the days when I, uh, or probably still would eat uh, fish, uh, or not fish, uh, cheese or whatever at that time. Oh yeah. I just for a cleanse. Okay. Cleanse this, you know? So it kept you saying, okay, go on a bandwagon. So I, I suggest to anybody find, find a tribe. Right, right. And 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 be be and be and it doesn't have to be somebody that you know. Sometimes the best tribes are the ones you don't know because they ain't got nobody ain't got to know your business. Mm-hmm. Nobody got to know what's going on with you. All they know we on the same journey. Oh, you trying to do clean clean eating? Okay, I'm trying to do clean eating too. They don't got to know that you and your hubby ain't working this and that. They don't got to know all that. Right, right. So sometimes it's better to step out of your zone. Because, you know, it's easier because you don't have to explain anything to anybody because you'll have the same common goal, which would be healing or whatever that is. Right. Okay. No, those are all really fair points. And, you know, we, we love tribes here at Frida's World. We love to talk about tribes. And I think that's a really, really great point. Um, finding your tribe and that the tribe doesn't have to be like the people you actually know, as long as they have the same goal and the same, you know, or somewhat of the same mindset. So, okay. So I, you know, I'm thinking about everything that you said and like, there's so many sound bites, so many quotables from today's conversation. And so I just wanted to really thank you for taking the time, you know, sharing a little bit about yourself and really just kind of helping us understand like, what wellness truly is. And so I know that you have, you know, your brand. And so I want to give you this time to kind of plug yourself. Where can we find you? How can we connect with you? Oh, well, I am on Instagram and it's uh, queen, queen.nishambi. Um, and honestly, sorry, my, my IG got hacked. So the original IG is where I had a massive amount of followers, it was, it got hacked. So, um, I'm rebuilding and it's fine. And I'm at this point now before I would be so fixated on it. I don't even care. I'm like, God, you will define my crew for me again. You will find my tribe. So it's, um, queen dot Nishambi and, um, Nishambi Ross on, um, Facebook. And I'm also co-founder of, uh, live life rehab, which is with Jessica and that we have some great things in store uh, upcoming, you know, we, again, it's about health and wellness all the way. So, um, and if you want, I also, uh, do produce, uh, I'm also a distributor for Purium, P-U-R-I-U-M. And it's actually a company that actually gives organic and it's what I use all everyday superfoods and all the things to keep us functioning. Cause a lot of times when we start to embark on a healthy, clean lifestyle, we neglect the nutrition mm-hmm. and we may eat the vegetables and all that stuff, but there's base nutrition that we need to supply in our body. And unfortunately the foods we have, you know, a lot of us live in a desert, a food desert, so we're not getting it. So again, if you had any of those questions, anything, you know, contact me, I am here. And even sometimes just to listen, just to talk and listen, we all in this journey together and it's okay to be imperfectly perfect. Okay. 
I love that. I love that. So, and I'll definitely add the information in, in the body of, of the, of the podcast for anybody who wasn't able to really quite catch that. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, moving forward, you know, 2020, the pandemic taught us a lot. And I think many people at that point was forced to really, you know, reckon with the, their wellness or lack of wellness. And I think that moving forward, it's amazing to have, you know, companies and organizations like yours that are really helping our people kind of get to that, to that space, right. And providing the resources for us to be better as, as, as not just, yeah, yeah. yeah not just as an individual, but as a community, right. Yeah, learning is okay to do it collectively as well as individually. And sometimes you have to take uh, a step away from everything just to reset. It's okay to reset. You know, a lot of times we we, we are scared to reset. And those that understand the journey will understand. I have to take a minute for me. And those that didn't will understand the end results. When you see the end results of your better being, they're going to be like, ah, that's what it is. And those that just don't understand probably need to take a wellness journey themselves, but it's okay. We love them anyway. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being a guest of Frida's World. I'm sure this is not going to be the last time, you know, you're going to be on on our platform. (laughs) So everyone, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Frida's World. It's your girl, Rita Pierre, and I will talk to you guys next week. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world.